Okay, so everybody, we're going to move into a uh, panel session now where we're going to be talking to some of the key players uh, in the forefront of the longevity now market, which is we've got Richard Marshall of Juvenescence, uh, Bill Cap of Fountain Life, and Jörg Riker of Maximon. So um, hopefully everybody's here. Yeah. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. Thank you. Very how well. You? Thank you. Good to see you, Phil. Yeah, great to see you all. And uh, we've got 15 minutes to to spin through some some questions. And um, I guess the first question I had really was uh, for you, Richard, one one that came through the chat and one related to my first question anyway, which was obviously as a as a hybrid business that's moving from toggling between biotech and, and consumer products. Uh, the cognitive switch obviously is a is an interesting play for you. And somebody asked me, can we can we get it in the UK? So that's question number one. And question number two is, uh, can we expect other other similar products coming out of your stable so on the first question uh you can it's available through the feed um the, the regulatory uh, governance of supplements in the us and in europe is slightly different in europe i have to say as for many things it's a bit longer um so um, but however the feed have, have uh, agreed to provide worldwide distribution um, and then are there other things coming through the pipeline a absolutely um you know we've got uh, I think an opportunity to firstly optimize and improve things that we already have good evidence um, could could be beneficial. And then there are really totally novel things coming out of the pipeline. That's a short answer. Okay, interesting. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'll let us know um, when the time is right. And uh, Bill, just switching over to you, of course, you know, uh, Fountain Life in the States is is really a uh, very impressive uh, getting a lot of traction uh, in terms of media coverage as well as it uh, seemed to be hearing fountain life everywhere how's how's it going and maybe you could just give everybody a bit of an overview of the business model yeah sure well uh thank you for having me today so yes we're we're uh rapidly expanding i mean our our company is more of a platform company i mean our our whole uh reason for existence is to detect asymptomatic disease uh, while you're still in a symptomatic, you know, in an asymptomatic fashion. And so to that extent, we created our first four centers, uh, which are data collection. We do, uh, on average, collect 150 gigabytes of data. Uh, people are fully quantified. And then we'll be mining that data over time uh, to for more insights. But we really believe ultimately that, you know, uh, our highest growth area is actually embedding into the home and embedding into wellness communities. And that's the direction that the company's pivoting toward. Um, you know, we really believe this idea of proactive primary care, uh, you know, where the four walls of the doctor's office dematerialize into the four walls of your home with an AI guidance is the direction that we'll be moving. And um, we've had good traction in that in that regard. Uh, we are agnostic when it comes to the technology platforms. We're constantly looking for the latest innovations. And a lot of these uh, that we've heard about today are, are great potential candidates. And then because we have our a very well-quantified uh, member set, if you will, in terms of the fact that we have sequential uh, serial data over a number of years that we follow our members over a period of time, we're able to, you know, potentially uh, trial those and then provide data back to the to the companies. So we've had that happen on two occasions now. We're working with a few startup companies that are looking to validate uh, their product across and engage pro uh subset of people that are very interested in you know the longevity space yep and and bill how many clinics are you up to now we have four currently uh we have another three in the pipeline and then uh, we have a lot of interest uh, that will be extending into the mid east uh, and into europe as well 
Okay, wonderful to hear. And uh, you're you're obviously running uh, the, the fund for Maximon, and, and you guys have a uh, like a sort of five year uh, rule to to your investment. So maybe could you just explain that to us? Because I think it's very relevant for the uh, the longevity now investor. Sure. Yeah. So we're um, first of all a company builder or a venture studio. There's different names out there. So we started three years ago, and um, actually. Our mission is a little bit um, to to optimize the health span. So it's it's not. Uh, I mean, we're also building biotech companies, but it's it's really about the health span and and not really about the lifespan and you know everything that that comes out from the biotech sector. Um, with that, um, you know, I believe in, in in fifteen to twenty years we see great things um, coming from the biotech sector that will you know uh, um, extend our I spend or or you know can even reverse aging but you know somebody needs to bring us there right so we we want to make sure we don't die today so we get to those interventions uh, in 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 a in a healthy um, a lifestyle and, and this is actually what we do so we build companies that you can use now today and that make a solid revenue um in i would say 4 to 5 years so we're right. not going the, the biotech route. For example, yeah. Avia, our supplement company, we started it two years ago. They're going now into a, a series A with a 50 million valuation. So this is, you know, an example where it worked really well. That's, that's very interesting because obviously I was going to ask you about Avea and uh, what we we're just discussing with Richard, of course, is these uh, very powerful molecules that are still generally regarded as safe and therefore able to get to market quicker. So um, in terms of Avea, they, they seem to be moving fast now. Are they an example of others in the space, would you say? I think there's more and more supplements company are coming up now. The question is always, you know, how scientific are they and, and you know, how proven are their products and, and how good are the ingredients? So we only launch science proven uh, products, you know, where we can make sure they're not doing harm and where we also go in human trials. Otherwise, we we wouldn't do it. And um but I think we're we're not the only ones out there anymore. So there will be, be more and more, but we just you know, we make sure that we bring out the best products, products you can can measure and that, that actually work. Yeah. And and Richard, you're, you guys, are, as I understand it, are you still fundraising or have you closed out your, your round? But I, I wanted to ask you, in either case, uh, what's it like out there raising capital at the moment? So we are, we are fundraising. And as Greg explained, um, you know, we, we recognize that at the moment, at least, there are kind of three sets of investors. There are honestly people that, that kind of get the space and they they feel the excitement and they understand that actually the the, the holistic way to achieve what we all want to achieve i.e extended health span and lifespan is not just about a drug or a supplement or an app it's actually about all of that together um so some people get that that's one group of investors um others as greg alluded to you know the uh, traditional vc type investors they, they want something that you know walks like a drug and quacks like a drug um, and then there are people that are genuinely passionate about the supplement field and they specifically and an element of that being synthetic biology and the potential to sort of scale up you know novel um, interventions via that mechanism so we we talked to all three sets of investors I, I don't have to tell anybody probably on this call how how difficult an environment it is to raise money um, we've got a, quite a big pipeline to deliver as Greg alluded to and we've 
sort of in an unusual position where we've got multiple drugs all entering clinical development in a quite a short space of time. So uh, we've got that big inflection in sort of financial need, um, but it's based on the fact that the pipeline has continued to be successful. So we've got a big war chest. So we're just making sure we've got the the biggest war chest possible to move everything forward. And uh, we hope to close out. It might just be the end of this year, maybe early next, but it, it's going well. And I, I think over the course of the last you know few weeks and months as we've been talking to people, I personally have seen already a kind of thawing of sentiment, if that's the way to put it, even in that that sort of relatively short time frame. So hopefully, you know, good things to come for the industry uh, in 2024. Yeah, it's definitely picking up out there. And uh, Bill, you you're doing a Series B at this stage, am I right? That's correct. And, and how how's that going? I'm interested to understand what type of investors you would be approaching. Are you looking at traditional clinical investors or real estate investors or uh, even luxury uh, tourism investors? What, what who's who's interested would, in you? Yeah, I would say yes uh, to all of that. Uh, all no, of them, right. Yeah, no, I think um, ultimately uh, most of our investors have actually be uh, passionate about the mission. What we're uh, using, we do have some uh, venture capital, but I would say the vast majority of ours our individuals, uh, family offices, things of this nature. It's actually, uh, uh, we have a lot of investment with family offices uh, and it has to do, I think number one, uh, what we offer is uh, something for the patriarch of the family. Uh, so, you know, an ability to detect disease and optimize their health is, is a primary focus point. Uh, but we are in the middle of the B. Uh, it has been a little bit slower, but uh, you know, we've had really good success. We just launched the B round about uh, four weeks ago. We're about halfway closed. Right. And just to talk through the business model, because it's quite interesting, isn't it? You're you're looking at uh, co-locating in, in country clubs and golf clubs and places like that, as I understand it. Correct. And so what we're in the process of doing is we partner with uh, real estate developers that the wellness real estate sector is probably the hottest sector uh, currently right now in the real estate world. Uh, they can command about a 25 to 30 percent premium for wellness real estate. Uh, the last estimate, it's about a $500 billion industry right now. It's grown uh, threefold in the last year or two. Uh, and so this idea of embedding wellness into your home. So we actually partner with developers that actually pay for the build out of the entire center. And then they guarantee the membership through the homeowner's fees. And so that's how we're doing the screening. So the screening we do is expensive. But when done at scale, um, it drops pretty significantly. And then more importantly, it's leveraging dollars that are already being spent in the healthcare space uh, in terms of the wellness space, but it's not necessarily direct what I would call sick care dollars, like insurance premium dollars. Uh, so that's how we've uh, approached this. And, and the response has been really overwhelming at this point. Oh, well, that's great to hear. And and Jörg, of course, your uh, your part of your role is to fundraise from family offices to 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 take your uh, LP base up to a, a, a bigger quantum, of course, at some point. So so how are you finding uh, attracting capital into your fund at the moment, and and where are you managing to source that from? Yeah, it's a tough environment. I mean, I was fundraising my whole life, I believe, because, you know, I started building companies since I was at university. And, and this is really one of the toughest years we, we ever had in the last, let's say, 30 years, I would say. Um, so you only attract investors with a really good product and a really good team. I think at the moment, key is even uh, the team is even more important than the, than the product. And uh, so we're raising a hundred million fund, um, you know, minimum ticket size is 500K. Our investors are primarily family offices because we're a first time fund, right? And when we get to the next fund, then we also will bring in pension funds and, 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 and other uh, investors. But at the moment it's 
um, um, family offices. What they like about us is like, we're not just building one company, right? We're not just building a supplement company or just a clinic, right? We, we build companies that are all interconnected. Uh, we have the, the first platform out there that does multi-omics, so not just uh, gene testing. Um, we, we do everything down to the, to the gut. We have the supplements for you. We have the clinic for you. Um, so we're building that ecosystem that makes sure uh, you get the best um, hyper-personalized prevention that's 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 out there because it's it's too complex and it's not just one solution it's it's a mix of solutions you have to do to get uh, to stay healthy yeah and is is are the rumors true that really the the money that's actually moving is in the in the middle east at the moment it well um yeah a lot of money is in the middle east i mean um that's for sure but we see but i can only speak for maximum now but we see U.S. opening up again, you know, there's more IPOs coming. That's that's always a good sign that money starts uh, flowing again. But we also now see good um, traction in uh, in uh, Asia and Singapore, for example. Okay, great. Well, uh, gents, I'm I'm so sorry that we're tight on time because there's there's so much that we could be talking about today. But uh, really, thank you all for your time and um, best of luck with your funding rounds. And uh, of course, if you're if you're able to stick around for the second part of today's event, that would be wonderful. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank thank you. Great. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Master Investor. For more investment and economics analysis, please visit masterinvestor.co.uk.